0: back to who's there. As always, I'm your host Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. If you're returning, thank you for coming back. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan because most of us are just regular people living pretty boring lives who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason, and here we delve into those reasons. I'm really excited to share this week's conversation with you because this week we have Scranton, Pennsylvania native Joe Croft on the podcast. He reached out to me recently via Twitter, And we talked about how he was a late bloomer as a horror fan, and how he finally became a fan of these movies. He also told me why he thinks horror fans are handling the pandemic better than non-horror fans, and why the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th is leaps and bounds better than the original, which I happen to agree with. We discussed horror musicals and which horror movie he thinks would translate well to stage, He also told me about that time he saw the movie Don't Breathe in a sold-out movie theater in Philly. And lastly, he would really like to have a word with whoever thought that Nightmare on Elm Street needed a remake in the 2000s. One last thing before we get into this episode, if you haven't taken a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, I would be so incredibly grateful if you did. It really helps people find the show. So if you do, make sure to take a screenshot so I can personally thank you. I think I've rambled enough, so let's get into this episode with Joe Croft. Hey, Joe, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for being here. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself.
1: Sure. Um, my name is Joe Croft. I live in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, um, about an hour north of Philly, uh, where I lived for six years and then Scranton before that. Um, yeah, and I, um, I'm i a big horror fan. I don't want to say lifelong because that's not completely true, but i um, I'd say a big majority of it and yeah, I love talking about horror and meeting other horror fans. And past two years, I've just like discovered the online community of horror fans. So it's really cool.
0: Well, we'll get into how you got into the genre in a little bit, but first things first, what's your favorite scary movie?
1: So my favorite is Scream because it's about the genre. If I would say which one, if I still watch it, that scares me, which is hard for ones to do now because I'm so, I guess, I guess desensitized by them because I've seen so many uh, is The Omen. For whatever reason, I don't know if it's because I was a little Catholic kid growing up, but for whatever reason, watching that, it just, it freaks me out.
0: So tell me, how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? If you happen to always been a lifelong fan, what changed you?
1: Well, um I think like most people, a lot of people maybe my age to so like early mid th- 30s, maybe even late 20s, um we would be at a local video store or Blockbuster RIP. Um <laughs> and we would just wander into the horror section and we would see these um covers. Um I remember like Child's Play 2 <laughs> really freaked me out um i think there was like like dolly dearest or something that freaked me out too and children of the corn and i would just be like fascinated by these but i was like such a scaredy cat growing up like i mean i'm obsessed with with roller coasters now too so it's like horror movies and roller coasters two things i love now that i was so scared as a kid um uh but i but i i watched goosebumps i was a goosebumps kid i didn't have cable so we, i didn't have are you afraid of the dark Um, and I think when I was like, I don't know, 10 or 12, the first time that Scream was on Fox, I ran out of the room up to my room upstairs from the, the first scene with Drew Barrymore. And when I came back down to say goodnight to my parents, it was when Tatum was in the garage door. (laughs) So I was just like pretty scarred, but eventually I was just like, you know, I'm just going to watch these. And then I I found that I liked being scared, and it was fun. And then also, I, you know, growing like with the horror movies that came out in the slasher uh, re renaissance in the late '90s, they were also like fun and funny. So that was like my way in there.
0: So why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the genre and love being scared?
1: Um. I don't know. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would say that we're perfectly sane. Um, because <laughs> yeah. um we, we have we we watch some weird stuff. <laughs> so um that could probably affects us a little bit, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I think I think being scared um is just, I don't know, there's just something fun about it, um, if you're okay with it. Um, which is weird for me because I have anxiety, um, but I don't know. There's something about the contained environment of it where like, I know it's just a movie. So like, I'll be okay by the end. Um, and same with a roller coaster. Like I'm strapped in, like, I'm like, I'm going to be okay. Um, but yeah, but it is, I do find it very, very interesting though that, um, yeah, I don't know about same, but like horror fans that i know and also from hearing interviews and stuff people who actually like work in horror uh specifically like the villains are like the nicest people they're so sweet everyone's so welcoming and yeah i think it's just because you know we just we watch all these movies and we love them and we have that common connection um and I think it's because we watch it so much that again we're kind of desensitized to it. So it's not something where we're going to be like we're watching this to get like pumped up to be like crazy or anything. We're just like pumped up because we love it.
0: Yeah, that's a great answer. Going back to your love of roller coasters, have you seen Final Destination three?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> did,
0: that, did that affect you at all? Did you take a a break, a hiatus from roller coasters after that?
1: No, I think by the time I saw three i was already like pretty deep into my into my my coaster obsession um but yeah what's interesting with that though is with final destination three that opening scene they actually it's actually uh they actually took like a very small roller coaster in i think it was in vancouver actually um and then they like with their special effects and digital, they made it look as huge as it is. So like oh. in real life, if you went to like, I think it's Playland in Vancouver, it's just like a small hill and like <laughs> two corkscrews and like comes back or something. But then they just like added all this other stuff to um, to make it do that, which I thought was pretty cool.
0: Yeah, magic of movies. Mm-hmm. So you said you've watched some pretty weird stuff. What's the weirdest movie you've watched recently?
1: Ooh. Um that is a good question. Um well I have Shudder, so I've been trying to watch um a lot of movies on Shudder, the Netflix of Horror. Um <laughs> there was one I saw on there. What was it called? Um uh oh fade to black. This guy, he's like into movies, and I think he, I think he like worked at a movie theater too. Um, and he just got a little too into wanting to be in his own movie and stuff, and was like sort of making his own movie. It's kind of like Peeping Tom, like, but meeting like an 80s slasher. Uh, so that was that was pretty interesting. Um, and, um, yeah, and I don't know about weird, but I would say the most unsettling one I watched lately was Lake Mungo.
0: Oh, I've heard of it. I've never seen it.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, um, I don't want to give anything away, but I highly recommend it, especially if you, like, um, it's 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 like kind of found footage but mostly Mm -hmm. it's more of a mockumentary type thing um like it's that kind of setup uh but there you like slow burn okay and then the last scene it's the thing that's revealed it's like oh we we went there and then there's also fun australian accents because it takes place in australia so that's always
0: helpful oh okay cool is it streaming anywhere
1: um, I think I found it
0: on Amazon Prime. Oh, okay. Cool. I think it was on
1: Amazon Prime. Yeah, I don't think that one's on Shutter.
0: Awesome. Since you like theme parks and all that, have you watched Um Haunt on Shutter? Oh,
1: I haven't yet. That's on my list, though.
0: Yeah, it's it's good, especially if you like theme parks. I mean, it's not it's like a fun house. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's really interesting and it's very very weird.
1: So. Yeah.
0: Would you say that you have any favorite horror directors?
1: Um I think Wes Craven's probably top of the list. Um and not just because of Scream, I mean that was his first that I saw. Um uh, and I love that whole series. Um even even three sort of. Um but uh yeah, I mean I've seen I mean I've seen Last House on the left, and then seeing how he evolved from that to Nightmare on Elm Street, and then just Scream, and then um, something like even as subtle as Red Eye, which I think is fantastic. Um, I still haven't seen Music of the Heart, so I haven't seen him direct Meryl Streep yet. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's just, um, he was just so creative and again from what i hear is one of the nicest guys ever um and especially if like he wasn't really acting that much and was craven's new nightmare when he was portraying himself i was just like wow i mean i want to like be there with you and watch you write a screenplay and have coffee with you and heather lang in camp like this would be awesome
0: <laughs> yeah um i saw him do a talk at the New york Times building back in two 2000- thousand. 10 or 11 before Scream 4 came out Mm -hmm. and I had the chance to like briefly say hi to him after so he was nice he was signing stuff for everyone yeah yeah he seems like he was a nice guy
1: yeah that's Um, what I hear that he was just like the the nicest
0: yeah Um. I am here to show the Scream 3 love I love Scream 3 everyone who knows me knows I love that movie I know it's (laughs) not very good but I love it and I love the It's
1: it's fun it's fun I mean, once you get, you know, if you, if you remind yourself, okay, Kevin Williamson didn't write this one. Nev Campbell didn't have time, <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? We got Parker Posey. So that's,
0: yeah. that's all no. we need. And we got Leah Schreiber in the beginning of it. So,
1: oh my God, right. <laughs> that, that, that thing. Yeah. And that voice changer. Mm. Uh... So um, lovely. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've gotten calls a couple of times from I think probably just spammers or something where I'll say hello and then it sounds like it's repeating myself back to myself. And I'm like, nope. <laughs>
1: He's got our voices. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: I'm like, I've seen Ow. this movie. I'm not yeah. I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I know from looking at your Twitter profile that you are a theater fan. What is your favorite horror musical?
1: Oh. Um, well, I mean, I, I, I do love me some Little Shop. Little Shop of Horrors is fun. Um, but I actually, um, when I was in college part one, as I like to call it, um, <laughs> when I was actually studying musical theater for a little bit, um, a community theater in town was doing Reefer Madness, and I was in that. Oh, fun. <laughs> and that was. I mean, I wouldn't quite call that a horror musical. I mean, it sort of is, but it's sort of not. Um, But I mean, I mean, there's horror like elements in it. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was so much fun. Um, (laughs) I haven't seen like a live production of Rocky Horror yet. Okay. But I do love the movie. Um, But like, I really still, I want to see if, anywhere ever does evil dead i want to see that and be in the spotter section for that <laughs> and i also really want to see toxic avenger because that is just like taking that movie and making that a musical because my favorite musical is urine town oh. so i hear toxic avenger and i think of that and it's just <laughs> the, the perfect thing there
0: oh yeah i love i loved urine town so much um yeah, I I missed Toxic Avenger and both and Evil Dead when they were off Broadway in New York. So mm. hopefully they'll come back when theater comes back, but who knows?
1: That's right. Well, Mayor Mayor De Blasio, he's getting all the theater workers vaccinated. So
0: yep, yep. But other people have to get their vaccines too, so they can come and pay money.
1: That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but it'll, it'll be like they're back. Theater'll be like back in previews though for like six months, so maybe prices won't be like two hundred dollars anymore.
0: Uh, yeah, well, I hear that they're going to make tickets more expensive, and I'm like, don't do that.
1: You already can't afford Hamilton. You can't make it more expensive.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Off-Broadway, we'll have a renaissance. Yes. So will be the only affordable
1: theater. They'll bring back the Fantastics again, finally.
0: Yes. Uh, what horror movie do you think would trans- translate well to stage? You know, I think,
1: I think Nightmare on Elm Street could be pretty cool. Um, I think that could be done very smartly musicalized, um, and then it would just look awesome on stage too. Yeah. Um, Scream actually might work. I could see that working. I mean, I didn't think, I didn't think like something like Legally Blonde or Mean Girls would work, but I, I saw Legally Blonde the musical before I saw the movie and I was like, oh, this is actually good. (laughs) Um, yeah, or um, yeah, or if they just wanted to try to do something like really serious and not have fun at all, they could just like, do I know what you did last summer? Um, and then maybe Helen could just like have a big ballet number or something or modern dance instead of her like 12 minute chase
0: scene. Uh, I would love to see, I think it, I could see it being done. And the part where Jennifer Love Hewitt is asking, what are you waiting for? That becomes like a big musical number
1: yeah yeah she's just she's just belting what are you waiting for
0: <laughs> yes That's all and then to do and then black out
1: yeah <laughs> oh and you know black swan i think is close enough to a horror movie that would oh, be yeah i mean i they just should just do that as a ballet yes. i mean just take swan lake but do the black swan version <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely uh, so we are recording this in March 2021. We are one year into the COVID-19 pandemic.
1: Oh, yeah. um,
0: <laughs> how has the pandemic been for you where you are?
1: Um, so I, um, when it started, I was working at another job um, and we very quickly went to working from home. Uh, which did not which was not good for me. <laughs> I need work and I need home and I need them to be separate. Um especially because um I had moved out of Philly so I did a nice like 50 minute train ride to like separate everything. Um and then all of a sudden like my work was like in my house. So it wasn't good. Um by April I had had a panic attack that put me in the ER. I mean, it was like oh, no. a mess. Um so, yeah, I mean, eventually when I was, like, able to, um, like, realize, like, that it was going to be longer, because, because especially in my work, i being like, oh, we'll be, like, back in the office next month, and they just kept saying it, and I was like, I, I don't, know, no, no, no. So when I finally, like, put it in my head, like, this is just, we're just gonna have to ride this out as long as it is, Then then I was like okay once I accepted it but yeah the first few months they were just like oh it was rough
0: yeah I remember we all thought it was going to be like six weeks and then we'd be oh yeah you'd be back
1: yeah I was like yeah no biggie you know whatever (laughs) we we
0: got this yeah so last June or July somewhere around there an article came out saying that horror movie fans were handling the lockdown better than non-horror movie fans why do you think that is um
1: yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I handled it better, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think, um, I don't, I think in general, like, as horror fans, I don't know, we, I feel like we just feel, like, more prepared for stuff. Um, I mean, when this started, the first thing that popped into my mind was, like, oh, we're going to be in Contagion, woohoo! <laughs> um, <laughs> yay yeah um not 28 days later we'll be in contagion (laughs) we'll do that instead um but yeah and also i think um i think horror fans are used to um spending a lot of time at home uh in the dark (laughs) just watching a lot of movies or going on youtube and finding whatever we can um to occupy ourselves um, so yeah and I think um, I mean I can't speak for the community at large but um, and it, certainly not myself but I think quite a few horror fans are um, actually more introverted it seems um, so for some I, I think it was actually welcome they're like oh I can just like coop up for like months on end and then just like watch movies and stuff and Read some Stephen King? Okay, works for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that definitely had something to do with it. I I definitely enjoyed Lockdown, and I'm yeah. I'm not, I don't know how I'm going to react to when everything is back open.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was, like, hearing on the radio the other day, someone was, like, saying, like, it's going to be, like, maskless May. I was like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't.
0: <laughs> Not in my house.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> And, like, even, like, I go into Philly sometimes now, like, still, like, everybody, like, in Philly, like, walking around, everywhere everybody's wearing a mask, everyone's being good. um. But one of my friends was, like, you know what, I hope this normalizes, like, just even, like, wearing a mask on the subway. I was, like, that is a good point. <laughs> yeah. Even, like, on public transportation, like, throw that thing on.
0: Yeah. Everyone was, like, I didn't get sick in the last year. I wonder why.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. <laughs>
0: Did you watch any pandemic horror movies while we were cooped up inside?
1: No. I didn't. I didn't, no. Um, yeah, I mean, like, Contagion, like, popped in my head, but, um... Yeah, that's not, like, a fun movie, so I didn't want to watch that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't even know what any fun, pan- fun pandemic movies are. Um,
0: yeah, I don't think they exist. I don't think they're supposed to be fun. Anna and the Apocalypse... It's a zombie movie, but.
1: Oh, I did hear of that.
0: Yeah, it's a musical, so.
1: Yes, yes.
0: Very fun. (laughs) So how do you decide what to watch when you're looking for a horror movie to watch?
1: I think it depends on what mood I'm in. Um, If I want to just like watch something fun and just like chill out, I'll probably just watch something that I've watched a million times and just throw that on and be like, and like have a good time with it. Um, or if it's, like, around a certain holiday, I will throw on my usuals. Um, like, every year, Valentine's Day, I'm watching Valentine. Okay. And it gets marginally better each time I watch it. Um, and, uh, yeah, but if I want to be, because there are some times where I'm like, you know what, I just want to see if, like, a movie can, like, get under my skin. Um that's when I'll like go on the streamer on the streamers and be like, okay, let's see what I can find here. Um and see what's gonna work for me. Um, or if I like have heard like somebody mention it on, on a podcast, like that's why I watched like Mongo, uh, was because a podcast was talking about, it, and then before they got into the plot, I was like, Okay, I'm like really intrigued. I'm like gonna watch this. And I was like, Whoa, okay. Um yeah, I would say that's how I decide. Um, yeah, because unfortunately I don't have like people to watch horror movies with. Um like my my fiance, he's like, nope, I'm not gonna <laughs> do that. Um, I've actually never dated anybody who wanted to watch horror movies. Um <laughs> so yeah, it's always just usually just me deciding myself. Um yeah, I miss I miss seeing them like at the theater though. That yeah. was the best.
0: What was the last horror movie that you saw in theaters before the pandemic?
1: The last one I saw before the pandemic, I'm trying to remember, it may have been ready or not, Um, because I don't think I had gone to see any in 2020.
0: Yeah. It was a, it was a short year for movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think the second time that I saw Ready or Not in theaters was probably the last one.
0: Well, it was a good one to go out on. That's such a good movie.
1: Oh, that was, I I was like, that's the feel-good movie of the year.
0: (laughs) (laughs) In a really twisted way. (laughs) I
1: think when I was home for, it was either Christmas or Thanksgiving, um, actually like, I, like it like popped up when my family was like flipping through stuff and i was like oh you should put that on <laughs> and they were really into it i was like that's right <laughs>
0: <laughs> but your fiance wasn't there so he didn't have to watch well, actually he was
1: he actually i mean he ended up falling asleep or going upstairs because he was tired but he was like i would actually watch the rest of that i'm like yeah this one's funny you can do this
0: yeah he might just have an idea of what horror is in his head. You might just need to show him different types of horror. Yeah. What is your favorite comfort horror movie?
1: Ah. Uh, Screams is usually a good go-to. Actually, I would say like probably all of those like late 90s slashers. Yeah. Like Scream, I know you did last summer, Urban Legend, any of those throw those on. Um, they're usually a good time. H2O, Mm -hmm. that's a nice, good comfort one, too. Um, Yeah, those are, I would say those are my sweet spots for if I just want to just sit down and have a good time with those.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they don't take too much uh, brain power.
1: No, no. (laughs) Especially if you've seen them already. Yes. If you haven't seen them, you might be watching, I know you did last summer, and trying to, you know, rack your brain around everything, And then you'll get to the end. I'm like, why did I waste my time on this?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't think about it too hard. What do you think think about the uh, sequel to I Know You Did Last Summer?
1: So I still know. I think that was okay. Um, I loved Brandy. (laughs) She had a good time. She had like five chase scenes. Good for her. And, you know, thought she was dead and then she wasn't. So good for her. Um, I have not seen, I'll always know what you did last summer.
0: Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I've
1: heard that's like the worst thing on the planet. So I don't think I will see that one.
0: Yeah, that's not surprising. I don't think, was Jennifer Love Hewitt in that one?
1: No one's in that one. It was like direct to video, um, like five years after I still know what you did last summer came out or something.
0: The best movies are always direct to video. I
1: mean, some of them.
0: <laughs> what would you say your favorite subgenre of horror movies is?
1: I mean, I do love slashers. I really do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There's just something so fun about them. Um, I don't know. I'm just like a, such a sucker for a good chase scene. <laughs> I just, I just love it. Like, What's your
0: favorite chase scene?
1: Oh, definitely. I know what you did last summer. <laughs> Sarah Michelle Gellar just running for her life or in the parade yeah I mean so good and then and then so annoying too because then she just like turns around like what are you doing yeah (laughs) I think my favorite part about that though even though it's frustrating is like I feel like like right before she's like getting killed I'm like oh she's doing Buffy moves on him Still gets her anyway, but yeah, that one it's so fun. I love that so much. Um, which they're like, Oh, yeah, it's like the one in prom night. And I and I watch prom night, and I'm like, No, it's nothing like the one in prom night. I'm like falling asleep during prom night. <laughs> I'm not falling asleep when Sarah Michelle Geller's on screen.
0: I haven't seen the original prom night, I just saw the remake with Brittany Murphy or Brittany, Brittany Snow. Snow in yeah. 2008. Yeah,
1: oh, that PG 13 thing,
0: yeah. if you had to pick a favorite 2000s slasher what would you pick
1: well i really dug the remake of texas chainsaw massacre um i think i actually saw that before i saw the original okay um the first time i saw the original I was actually at a sleepover with some friends in high school and we were like laughing through the whole thing and then it was like years later I watched it like by myself in the dark and I was like oh I get it um but yeah I really liked that that remake though um also the remake of Friday the 13th I like that one
0: too I like that better than the original
1: heads and shoulders above that original oh god Um, because I just thought that was so fun and that original I'm just like I'm like so bored. yeah so those i would say um yeah because in the beginning of the 2000s like they were just kind of like fading out of the way and there was yeah that's when scream 3 came out cherry falls and valentine and then they were like you know what we're just gonna stop with these now we're now we're just gonna start remaking everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) have you ever had any noteworthy experiences while seeing a horror movie in theaters
1: when I was in high school, I I feel like it was like two weekends in a row where we saw The Grudge and the remake of the fog. <laughs> and I think I feel like it was two weekends back to back. And those were like two of like the worst movies I'd ever seen. <laughs> That's my hot take. <laughs> I do not like The Grudge. <laughs> <laughs> I was so bored. Um so, yeah, we were just like, what is happening here? Um, so, I would say the first, like, brutal movie I saw in theaters, though, was the remake of The Hills Have Eyes.
0: Okay.
1: We were not prepared for
0: that. I haven't um, seen that, so.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's by the same director who did High Tension, that French extremist horror movie, so it... <laughs> um, Lots of horror. Oh, yeah. But I... I specifically remember the midnight showing opening of Scream 4, and I was living my best life. <laughs> it was so fun. I was so pumped, so excited. Um, And then other than that, I would say the other most memorable one that I have is I was living in Philly, and I went with a friend of mine to go see Don't Breathe. Oh, God. And we were in a packed theater in philly seeing don't breathe and I, it was like the loudest talking back crowd oh, of God. any movie i've ever been in, in my life i mean they people were just not having it they're like what are you doing and i was like shut up <laughs> um but yeah but i always love like when it's a horror movie and like someone like gets away or knocks out the killer and all of a sudden the crowd starts going nuts. Uh like I think it was like the first time I saw Ready or not. Like anytime Samara Weaving did anything, we were all like, yes <laughs> get it, get it. Um yeah that's that's my favorite is is like something like that. Um I actually think that happened when I saw red eye in theaters too. I think yeah I think when Rachel McAdams got him with the With the pen, I think we all just like went nuts and we're like, yeah, get him, get that guy.
0: (laughs) I wish I could have seen that in theaters, but I didn't see it until many years after that.
1: Yeah, it was was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I like that movie. Um, So a number of movies were postponed because of the pandemic last year. What movie are you most upset that has been postponed?
1: I mean, I was really intrigued by the Candyman remake so i'm really excited to finally have that coming out um and i'm usually really skeptical about remakes but i was like okay i see what you're doing here Mm -hmm. um halloween kills just because i was like so pumped after halloween 2018 yeah i saw the trailer i'm like oh this is literally picking up like with them still in the pickup truck like Yeah, let's go. And I always need more Judy Greer in my life, so oh, yes, I was all about that. Um, but what I'm most looking forward to, and I don't know if this is specifically delayed because of the pandemic, because I think it's been delayed for a while, is a movie called Antlers.
0: It was delayed because of the pandemic, yes. Okay, I believe so. Yeah,
1: because I've been hearing about that for a few years, I feel like, and um, because I always want to see something original. And I still don't even know what's going to be happening in that movie, but like just the little snippets I've seen, I was like, "Whoa, this <laughs> looks crazy!" I am ready. But that's finally going to come out, I think, in like maybe December. I think possibly.
0: Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not sure. I have a friend who really loves Windigos, so she's really excited that there will finally be a movie about Windigos.
1: Yeah uh yeah so that one i'm like that's probably the one i'm most pumped for um that and halloween kills um because yeah seeing halloween 2018 in theaters that was like yeah so much awesome. fun um i mean dr sartain aside um but you know not everything can be perfect
0: yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like or do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions?
1: Well, like I said, I don't like the grudge. That's my one hot take. Yeah, I feel like I'm more on the boat of, like, not liking things that other people tend to like. (laughs) Um, But ones that people don't generally like that I enjoy, um, I, um, as far as Halloween movies go, because that series can be hit or miss, um, but I love Halloween 4 so much. Again, there's a lovely chasing. scene there on top of a roof. I mean, come on. I mean, that's just awesome. And then Halloween five just bleh, ugh, that ugh, could not stand that. Um, but then yeah, I mean, I I I recognize that it's not really a good movie, but for some reason Valentine just it just holds a special place in my heart. I don't know what it is, but every, like I said, every year I will watch that. I will sit through it and I'll be like, I don't know why I'm watching those again. It's not great. Um, but yeah, it just really, I really, really do love it. Um, but yeah, any any other unpopular horror opinion? Let's see. Yeah, yeah, like Friday the 13th, like the original, I'm like, mm-mm, like I don't need that. Don't I'm need that in my life. I'm um, with you. But- by the time I got to the final chapter, though, I was like, oh, okay, now they know what they're doing. Cool. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's like nine more of these. I'm not going to keep watching them. Um, Yeah. Um, Oh, <laughs> another one that I don't know. Some people, I know a lot of people don't like it, but there's a specific niche people that, group that does like it. I don't know. I love um, Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge.
0: <laughs> I've heard that there's a lot just- of people like it
1: i've seen it but something so so lovely about it um <laughs> it's just wonderful oh well probably okay so probably my 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 biggest hot take other than not liking the grudge um is um yeah i'm not really a big fan of the exorcist me neither <laughs> i no, don't I know i didn't scare it <laughs> Yeah, I didn't either. I was just like, okay, but I, I did see the version with her uh, going down the stairs on the spider walk. Oh, that yeah. part, I don't know if I did. Out. That part freaks me out. But other than that, I was just like, okay, I don't get it, but cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah every, everyone likes what they like. So
1: that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. Um, if you could remake or reboot one horror movie, which one would it be?
1: We had Psycho and we had Psycho 98, so maybe we need Psycho 2028. I don't know. Um, no, I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> oh, Psycho 98, that's another fascinating movie. Oh, yeah. Um I don't know. You know what actually I think um I feel like I feel like children of the corn could because i don't know i it's like the movie's like okay i think as it is um but i don't know i feel like there's potential there to like make a really good children of the corn movie i think Um, there have
0: been like several different remakes of it over the years
1: Well, there's been like tons of sequels
0: oh okay Um, i've only seen the original
1: so yeah um so I feel like yeah I feel like that's got potential um to do something there um and uh
0: children of the (laughs) alt-right corn
1: too scary that's too (laughs) scary we can't do that um yeah that would probably be that would probably be a good one I feel like I feel like that could be done. I feel like there's there's something there where that could be done really well. Yeah, that's really the only one I can think of because there are just some where even though I'm like, oh, I I just I don't I don't know. I just don't want to touch them because it's like there's just something about them, even if they're like really campy or really just like not great. I'm just mm-hmm. like, but I want to preserve that. Yeah. I want to preserve that like. 80s, whatever it is about it, um, that's why there like it's like some remakes. I'm just like I I can't. I just don't want to. I just don't want to watch it. Like whoever in the world thought that they that it would be a good idea to remake Nightmare on Elm Street. Like I have not seen that remake and I won't. But I was like, what were you thinking? Why? Like no. Probably a worse idea than remaking Psycho. And that was already a bad idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, so I can't speak to that.
1: Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did, thankfully. I think yeah. you stayed away. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, my last question is if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain, who would it be? On the assumption that they would probably let you live.
1: Hmm. Well, my sleep schedule's been pretty off during quarantine, so I would probably be safe with Freddy. Um, he, he would probably, he might be the most fun. Maybe. Um, but Leprechaun might be pretty fun too. (laughs) Um, just to chill with Leprechaun. Um, I'd have to have that or whatever it is to like, to like lock him up for a moment or so though, just to get him to shut up for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I think, like, him or Freddie could be, could be pretty fun. Um, I would not want to quarantine with, uh, Jason or Michael, Mm because what are we gonna do? Like, they're just gonna just be, like, zoned out, and just, like, what's up? And definitely not Jack Torrance, because we already know he doesn't do well in lockdown. Yeah. So we can't have that going on. Uh, yeah, so I'd say probably... Freddy or a Leprechaun.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me. Um, do you wanna shout out any social handles that you have where people can find you and chat with you about horror movies?
1: Sure. So on Twitter, I'm at Joe Nepa88. That's J-O-E-N-E-P-A-88. And on Instagram, I am J H C One Eight Eight Two Three.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you again.
1: All right. Thanks, Allison. Take care.
0: That's it for this week's episode of Who's There? I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Joe Croft, and thanks again to Joe for coming on. I'll leave a link to his Twitter account in the show notes so you can find him if you want to chat about anything he mentioned in this episode. Again, we'd really appreciate it if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and you can follow us on Twitter at whos there Pod or on Instagram at whos there Podcast. or if you have any questions, comments, concerns, horror movie recommendations, or you'd like to be a guest, shoot us an email at thewhostherepod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Until next time, stay scary and wear a mask.